Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a University Challenge Appreciation Podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Yvonne. Well, I tell you what, what, these teams certainly were entertaining to watch, if nothing else. Oh, I think so. I was entertained plenty of times this uh, this round. Yeah, even if the score wasn't exactly the most exciting we've ever seen. I thought there were plenty of moments, uh, very noteworthy moments. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi there. We didn't see you there. Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome to I Got That One with Yay. me, Tom. And me, Yvonne. Doing our intro again. Yeah, because oh, wow. why not? You know, uh, <laughs> In case you forgot. Yeah, just in case, you know, we're mm-hmm. going to go a bit more free flow now that it's near the end of the season, getting a bit wild, letting our hair down, you know, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. usual stuff. Going off the rails. So, yeah, this week was Belial versus Durham. Indeed. And uh, like you said, not the most high scoring match. Yeah. Uh, but definitely entertaining and a lot of fun. And there were multiple moments where we both laughed. Exactly. And enjoyed ourselves. So I would say this is not the best performance from either team for sure Mm -hmm. well obviously not for Durham because this was their first loss Mm. but even in terms of Balliol wins this was definitely not the most impressive one it was not the most decisive win although this obviously takes them through to the semi-finals yeah I mean they've got where they need to go but Mm. uh, I do have some I wouldn't say concerns more worries about what their potential might be going forwards especially if they go against Warwick yeah I think I think for sure they would need to I think change up the strategy a little bit if they're up against a team like Warwick or even Imperial for sure for sure if Imperial go through yeah so Durham would need to come back uh, one more time and win and win in order to qualify for the semis Mm -hmm. if not then uh, they'll be out it'll be curtains for them which would Mm. be Quite unfortunate. Quite unfortunate because both of us really enjoy watching the Durham team. They seem like very nice people as well. So, um, yeah, we wish them all the best of luck for their next showing. Of course. And that's not to say that we don't enjoy watching Belial as well. Mm. I th- we think that they're a pretty good team. Yeah. We like the uh, the camaraderie that goes on between Schofield, O'Connor and Crowther. Yeah, I think especially uh, Monday's match. Yeah. Crowther especially impressed me, coming in with three or four starters. I would say, yeah, she's definitely taken... Um, I wouldn't say pole position, but she's definitely one of the core pillars of this team. Yeah, she's really come into her own, I think, compared to their first or even second outing. Yeah, I mean, it could be like we talked about with the Imperial team, where Mm. it could just be the more time you're on TV, the less nervous you become, the more confident. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Yeah, by the time it's your third or fourth outing, it's like, oh, I've done this before. You know, why was I so worried last time? Yeah, and I'm going to give it a go. Exactly. Yeah. Same with Schofield. I feel like Schofield is also being consistently buzzing in more and more frequently. Yeah. In fact, I thought the two of them were particularly strong uh, this week. And actually, I feel like it's not, I wouldn't say at the expense, which mm. is the first thing where they came to mind because, you know, but uh, O'Connor is buzzing in less. And I oh, feel like yeah. <laughs> he's also... He buzzed in eight times, which is, you know, pretty low for O'Connor standards. Compared to how many was it in the second 100, round? Well, I think almost 12, 13 times. Exactly. Yeah. But also he got quite a few wrong. Yeah, he, he dropped half, points about twice. half of those wrong, yeah. Yeah, which mm. feels a bit like... I know he seems slacking off a little. Maybe not slacking off, but I feel like maybe he seems a little unfocused because also mm. he stumbled over his words a lot more this time round. Yeah, possibly. Of course, we can't speculate about what's going on, but I really feel like this is not the same O'Connor we saw in the second round. Yeah, it's not him on form. You know, you could almost say the same about uh, the Durham team. Yeah, I think Durham didn't have a particularly good night. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I think it could just be just how the questions went because. Balliol were very aggressive on the buzzer several times yeah, throughout starters, the night. Yeah. Although I feel like, especially Wilkening, 
I really feel for him because mm. there was a set of biology questions and yeah that he missed right he missed all of the ones that he contributed mm. the one that they got right was one that Parkinson uh, said herself which yeah it really must suck because you know this that's is your specialization this is your field you've been probably picked because you're bringing the science knowledge alongside Parkinson and then yeah. it's like we saw when Leicester played against Durham yeah uh, when that physicist just got all of the questions about astrophysics completely I, wrong <laughs> yeah I remember that which I guess it just happens sometimes. It just happens sometimes. Yeah. You just have a bad night. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I even feel, uh, felt a little bad for Parkinson. So there's a question on the Large Hadron Collider. So kind of subatomic particles, which is obviously her field. But then missed out on that one, which is a bit of a pity. I mean, she got the other ones right, which I felt like were more um, not necessarily well known. Whereas the Large Hadron Collider was really big news. when it, Well, I mean, I think I would say exactly that's something that's more general knowledge. Also, it was really big specific. when I was, I don't know, I was the... In school, so I was what 14, 15 when yeah. it got announced. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that Pakistan's considerably younger than us. Yeah, but still. <laughs> well, you know, if you don't remember something that happened a while back, it's not like there's yeah. been big CERN news recently. But the LHC is still functioning, it's still being used. Yeah, but since they announced the Higgs boson, there's not really been much big yeah, news. Yeah, possibly, possibly. So, could have just yeah gone into the sidelines a little yeah i mean the bigger news was when they announced it in a slide it was one of the most hideously designed slides <laughs> because the head of cern designed it herself and oh, she has no sense of uh, think graphic design that. at all yeah yeah i actually talked to a guy who was at cern when she showed it to oh, him really everyone tried to tell her could you please change it and she went nah yeah I think sometimes you need someone uh, it's a bit, who's yeah, a bit it's, better at presentation it, it's misaligned it was in comic sans the yeah. colours were off yeah. ah PR PR exactly mm-hmm. anyway oh yeah this is a university challenge podcast yeah, isn't not, it? it's not a certain podcast oh well, you know <laughs> yeah in general um, I don't think in terms of questions mm-hmm. or question answering this was a particularly interesting round yeah I was just gonna quickly say also about Bailey I yeah. think um, we mentioned at the beginning that if they want to win against a team like Warwick, they're yeah. gonna have, O'Connor especially needs to be a lot more decisive on the bonuses. Yeah. So, for example, there was a question on um, cities with common letters at the end and the beginning yeah. of the word. And then one of his uh, suggestions was Urumqi or Urumqi, Urumqi, which is obviously, I mean, that's obviously not. Oh yeah, the it's right because answer, but then um, he indulged that thought anyway. Yeah, yeah region, you could just have passed on that very quickly. Yeah, yeah. The question was regional capital, the furthest regional capital of China, and then a town in Yorkshire. <laughs> Nothing in Yorkshire is it's going to start with MQI, especially. So yeah, there was that. I thought also on the opera bonuses. They took a long time. They took a long time, and I think it could have been a lot better if you just kind of ask your team members, "Do you have this or not?" Rather. Than then do you have you heard this before at yeah. some point in your life like yeah maybe but you need to cut down on the seconds there there was definitely a lack of decisiveness i feel in certain regards yeah actually i feel like often when uh they did pass it was more because Schofield or craver was saying we should just pass yes so which is interesting when you yeah. have you maybe know he's just too nice to it could be to just cut them off mid-sentence because we've seen Cohn or even Raoul do that a few times where the team is kind of just like uh, kind of waffling he, they just cut and go past or no we don't know yeah, yeah. I mean Dan that's a way that can really hurt a team because I remember yeah. uh, Merton Oxford really oh, suffered yeah. because of an indecisive captain yeah yeah so you know hopefully they uh, you know yeah I mean obviously they're a very very strong team I oh, think yeah. if they just kind of um, streamline this a little bit then they really have a good shot against a 
Yeah, in terms of like getting work. starters, that's not a problem. Yeah, but that's they're now going to be against other teams who are very good at starters. Yeah, Imperial exactly. are very good at starters when they get uh, mm. Rodden Edgeways. Mm. Warwick are impossible to stop once they get some... Yeah, um, they really dominate. Once they get some impetus going. And then whoever gets the last semi-final spot, mm. you know, they're also going to be, you know, quite scary to go against. Yeah, yeah. I did mention it wasn't particularly interesting in terms of questions, but there were a few that I did like. Yeah, there were quite a few that I liked, in fact. But oh, go yeah. ahead. My favourite was the first picture round because okay. it was transnational regions. Mm. So specifically regions which share the same name because they're in different countries. Yeah. So it kind of spread out. And the first one we saw was Punjab. Yeah. Which I incorrectly put as Jammu and Kashmir because... So did I, but then that's not really an official... Exactly. Officially recognised region. That one I liked because it's interesting, because it shows knowing more than just, you know, capitals or, you know, country places. You need to kind of have an understanding of regional history. Mm -hmm. And I got two of the three uh, right. That's impressive. I would have got all three right if I'd just remembered what Balochistan was. Yes, I know you were quite frustrated about that one. It's because I've seen that country so many times in EU4. It's often been the thing that I had to try and conquer. EU4 makes a reappearance. Hey, you know, Mm. I'm just saying. Whatever works. If Durham had gotten the picture around they would have definitely slayed in that one yeah i think so i think they would have done very very well yeah especially one. karelia you know you have to know a little bit about um you know yeah. that region to know about yeah. that uh well i quite like the second picture round oh yeah on the abolitionists yes that was good yeah that was good because uh, you know harriet tubman obviously going to be on um i think a hundred dollar bill in the u.s i think she's on a twenty dollar bill she's yeah, replacing the, andrew jackson exactly so which, yeah twenty dollar I mean, that's a good decision. <laughs> I mean, it's a good decision to get rid of Andrew Jackson yes. full stop. Yes. <laughs> Maybe uh, could have also been someone else. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about her, but that's a different discussion. Yeah. And then, yeah, Sojourner Truth, Frederick Douglass. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was quite fun. Other than that. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, we have to mention the snow and ice round. Oh, you mean about the hoarfrost? The what? Sorry? The, the hoarfrost. Yes. So this led to... <laughs> Probably the best line I've ever heard from a University Challenge. Yes. Where Banbury just kind of chuckles and just goes, whore at Parkinson. Whore, I'm not just saying it. Yeah, because the camera wasn't on her face when he said it. She's probably But I imagine she first, for a split second, scandalized. Was like, what did you say to me okay, yeah. on national television? Why? <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, and so let's her just go, whore at uh, Jeremy Paxman, which, you know, it's spelled differently. You it's not the same uh, thing. It's not every day you get to say whore to Jeremy Paxman. Yeah, so, hey, uh, Holly, um, you're one of the blessed yeah. few who are able to say something like that to yes. Paxman and get away with it. Yes, that's a life milestone right there. Exactly. And there were a few other times where there were some amazing one-liners. Mm-hmm. You know, another Parkinson quote is um, <laughs> when they're trying to work out the name of a, um, you know, female activist's who wrote a book, wrote a book. Um, men explain things to me and he was like asking her male teammates could you please tell me the name <laughs> yeah, of this yeah. author very self-aware uh, yes I thought that was very right good there. but she doesn't have the um, monopoly on uh, quotes mm. there was quite a fun one <laughs> during the picture round where I heard Scott go god I hate geography yeah 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 and I was like oh that's so blessed um, and there's even a question on, um, well, a cob yeah. that Crowther, she wasn't able to uh, identify the correct word. Yeah. But then she kept saying that thing, that thing that's like a peer. And then Paxman just went, it is that thing. <laughs> 
So that's pretty funny too. Yeah, I mean, that's again one of those empathetic moments where <laughs> you know the thing, the, the thing, the thing. The you thing. know, what, you know what I'm talking about. Right? The thing that's that in the thing, thing when you do the thing, thing, and you get more and more frustrated <laughs> because people don't understand because they can't read your mind. I've been there so many times. I know that's me watching University Challenge half the time. Yeah, I mean that was me trying to remember <laughs> Balochistan. <laughs> oh my that, god, that thing, that thing. Yes, the thing, uh, the, the round thing that goes into the thing, <laughs> the country thing. You know exactly. <laughs> so anymore questions that you liked i mean there were two fairly similar questions at the beginning which were cities which have similar letters yeah one really mentioned the other one was where the first and last letter are the same uh-huh and that one was kind of fun because okay. again it's about more deduction than anything else yeah. because if, once you get the first one mm-hmm. or even if you don't get the first one at least you know what the letters are and then you yeah. can kind of do a deduction yeah from yeah. there which i thought was pretty cool mm-hmm Music round uh, was opera. Music inspired uh, to depict gardens, which I thought was yeah, fair enough. Interesting, yeah. and I kind of liked the music that they chose, specifically mm. the one about the Alhambra. I mm. thought that was very nice, and I think it did a good job in evoking yeah the sense of being in southern Spain. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah fair enough. You know, my ongoing um, not displeasure, but just kind of over it of classical music and the mm, music round I know it's much more fun when it's you know jazz or pop or you know 1940s comedy music yeah or Atlanta bass hip hop yes because that's amazing watching a bunch <laughs> of uh, white students go um <laughs> I know okay so shall we move into some stats I think it is now the perfect time to get into some stats so stats corner brought to you by UC stats twitter account mm-hmm um, so O'Connor did have the most starter questions, yeah. uh, but five out of eight, like I said, not uh, not a good for O'Connor standards, exactly. but still pretty good. Uh, Schofield and Crowther coming in with um, three correct starters, That's which is, good. you know, really good as well. Banbury from Durham with three, Will Kenning and Reagan with one correct starter each. So yeah, not a lot of uh, buzzing in this time round. Um, so in terms of starter questions, Durham only got five out of seven. Oof. Yeah, and then Belial eleven out of fifteen. Yeah. Bonus questions, Durham got five out of fifteen. <laughs> yeah, and Belial got sixteen out of thirty-three. So kind of hovering around forty, fifty percent. Yeah, for both teams actually. So so it wasn't really just a it feeling. Was, yeah, so it really was Belial's um speed on starter questions that really got them through. Exactly, mm. and I mean apart from Durham being able to accidentally recreate an internet meme with five out of seven. Yeah, but bonuses, both of them really not good enough. I would say the last time we saw uh, bonus rounds that poor was during Strathclyde and Manchester. Yeah, that was in kind of round one or two, right? Yeah, where mm. I mean, that was during the height, the peak of returning from Corona and you could tell mm. most teams are really just out of practice and not quite yeah, sure about what's going on. Yeah, so I on. think really just was a, not a great night for the teams. Yeah. Especially Durham. Kind of disappointing and also there were a lot of drop points uh, this time uh, around. Yeah, three incorrect interruptions from Balliol so they lost 15. Yeah. None from Durham, actually. Two correct interruptions from Durham, but yep. six correct interruptions from Balliol. There you go. So it was definitely the speed on the buzzer that won out this time round. Definitely. Yeah. So before we get to the most important part, obviously. Obviously. We should maybe talk a little bit more about the winner because we know that Balliol are going through. Yeah. Do you think, because we did say that we were seeing them in the final against Warwick, yeah. do you think that's still the case? Um. You know... Maybe this is not the best performance to base it on, but yeah. their previous performances, O'Connor obviously 
one of the highest scoring individuals um, mm. this whole series. Um, you can clearly see Crowther and Schofield getting much stronger, much con- much more confident as well. Yeah. So I think they have a very good chance if they're just a bit more efficient on bonuses. Okay. I think they have a really good chance. I really like this team. No, I really like this team so as well. I, I'm actually really rooting for them to, to get as far as possible. Of course, we'll see how they perform in the semifinals. Yeah. I still think they have a chance for sure. Mm-hmm. Because like we said, they are very good with these starters. They need to, need to, need to, need to be faster with the bonuses. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because even if they come up against, say, Imperial, mm. uh, I think they're going to struggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, Imperial <laughs> are just as fast when it comes to the buzzers. Yeah. And... You know, especially when under pressure, Cone is relentless in moving on if they don't have an answer. Yeah, and speaking of under pressure, there's also Lawson. Oh, yeah. You know how he gets under pressure, so... Exactly. Mm. He's, you know, I'm sure he's made of granite now. He's been under <laughs> so much pressure. Yeah, yeah. They become different people. Exactly. The more so, stressed they, they are. So maybe, you never know, maybe Balliol, if they're up against a, a team that really stresses them out, they might also morph. Exactly. So mm. we'll just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. So now, with all that out of the way, I think it's now time to talk about what everyone is really here for. Yeah. You know, enough of this quiz nonsense or tactics or <laughs> buzzing in or stats. <laughs> no, what we really want is who was best dressed when this incredibly niche um, <laughs> primetime TV show. On quizzes. So uh, my pick for best dress actually would go to O'Connor. Really? Because he had a very interesting, um, <laughs> interesting yes, colored Chinese shirt. Which was yeah. a choice. It, it was, was a choice. A choice. And it also had kind of white sleeves on the end. <laughs> I know. It was... I wonder where he got that shirt from. Yeah. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's because he's never worn anything similar or ever given an indication that that's how he dresses. Yeah. I mean, his, um, his fashion has always been kind of, I don't know, eclectic, eccentric. Last time he wore um, dungarees, I think. Oh, yeah. That's Something true. Like that. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, he was, I think, a bit more conservative, conservatively dressed in the first two rounds. Yes, <laughs> he started bringing out the more interesting pieces. Uh, yeah, maybe he got uh, <laughs> the advice we gave to Warwick, accepted uh, yeah. it, and then, uh, you know, made it right. his own. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my pick. What about you? I would say actually the same, purely okay. because it really just took me by surprise. A uh, special mention must go to um, Holly Parkinson's. Yeah. I called it a rather aggressive sweater vest because... Yeah. <laughs> It was quite a dominating piece, I have yeah, to say. it was, it was. It almost looked like a tabard, you know, one of those old um, um, medieval uh, bits of armour. <laughs> it looks fantastic, by the way. Don't take this as me, uh, you know, denigrating your fashion yeah, no, choice, Holly. but intimidating, good in, presence. Coming in for battle, for sure. Yeah, yeah, terrify them in the green room. Yeah, but I have to say, everyone was dressed <laughs> very nicely. Yes, they were. And it was interesting to see Schofield not uh, break out the knitwear this time. Yeah, she had a t shirt on. Yeah, with the uh, the wave, you know, that famous yeah. Japanese painting. Yes, oh, yes. Which yes. I thought was quite nice. That's and cool. Tomasi, you know, at Tomasi this, looks good. At this point, I kind of feel like so long he just kind of looks <laughs> ruggedly handsome in the corner, that's all he needs to do for this team. Yeah, he gets a pass, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> all right. So I think that's pretty much all we can talk about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you very much once again. Uh, we are wrapping up the quarterfinals at quite a pace because mm. next week it's Strathclyde versus Birkbeck. Ooh, excited. And then we're going to have the ones who have one win, one loss under their belts. 
Correct. So this is going to be a battle for the ages. It Not is. really, but it's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, if you uh, if you like what you hear, please do give us a shout on our socials. So we're on Twitter at IGTO. Also on Instagram, as I got that one. Uh, you can even drop us an email at IGTOpodcast at gmail.com. Indeed. And if you listen to us on your favorite um, podcast provider of choice, please do give us a rating. It helps a lot with all of the algorithm stuff and so forth. Or just, you know, recommend us to friends, family, your pets. pets. <laughs> Jinx. And yeah, we'll see you next week. But until then, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Goodbye.